You have been talking about being connected. Connected to God, connected to the Word of God, connected to the Holy Spirit. And I want to talk a little bit about being connected with the Holy Spirit. We have talked about it before. And, and as you, you, by now you probably know me already. Um, I'm not a very uh, intellectual. I've got a bunch of intellectuals here in this church. But I'm more like a, a, you know, a simple guy. Just a, you know, growing up on a farm, uh, milking cows and all these things. And I like the, the idea of being simple. If you guys are all sophisticated, well, that's too bad. I'm a simple guy. But I know that to operate in the, in the, in the kingdom of God, we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. There's no way around it. You and I need to be filled with the Holy Spirit if you want to operate in the kingdom of God. Why? Because the kingdom of God is a supernatural kingdom. It is not a natural one. It is not a religious one. It is a supernatural kingdom that cannot be operated by our good intentions. And you will hear me say that many times. I already said it many times. You heard it. You probably memorized it by now. But it is true. So the question here today, you have it in the back of the bulletin. Why do we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Why do we need to connect with the Holy Spirit? Well, Galatians chapter 5, 16 to 26. The first reason here is to avoid walking in the flesh and its desires. That's one of the reasons. So, it's, so I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Bang. It's a killer right there. Walk in the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh that you and I are made of. We are made with flesh. We have things that we think that are very much in the flesh. And the beef... Flesh, muscle, nerves, brain, physical. That's just what we are. That's just, this, this is just who we are. But that's why we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because that's the extra force, the, the extra strength, the something else, the something above that you and I need to walk in. Otherwise, we will remain in the stinky flesh. And I know it's stinky, because if you don't take a shower two or three times, or, or three days, or four days, you start smelling bad. Isn't that, isn't that true? Am I lying here? Try it out. Well, no, back in the day, no, don't, don't do it. Don't. <laughs> don't even go there. Take a shower nicely, you know, come nicely, you know, it's important. You got to take care of the body too. But it is a stinky flesh. All different odors come out. Believe me, it's true. 
So to avoid walking in the flesh and its desires, that's why you and I, we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because now we belong to a different kingdom. Do we understand that? Do you follow me? We belong to a different kingdom. We are talking about those who are part of the body of Christ. Those who believe in the Lord. Those who have been called out of the world and come into the kingdom of God. It's a different kingdom. So we belong to a different kingdom. As we read here, for the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit. It is contrary, it's opposite. Flesh wants one thing, the spirit of God leads you to different things, different thoughts, higher thoughts, better thoughts, deeper thoughts, eternal thoughts. It is not about here and now. It's about something else that's coming after this. That's why you walk in the spirit. You think about the coming. You think about heaven. You think about the angels that you're going to meet up there. You think about Abraham, Moses, and Jacob that you're going to see in heaven. Aren't you looking forward to that? You have a, some famous personality in the Bible that you're going to meet one day. It's going to be up there. You can ask him all the questions you ever wanted. You're going to meet Jesus himself. You're going to come and ask him, hey, Jesus, how was it? It must have been really hard, eh? You know, you died on a cross, completely innocent. It was not your fault. You paid a high, extreme high price for me. You're going to see him face to face. You're going to see God face to face. There's nothing like it. You're going to be traveling the universe. You're going to be walking on streets of gold. Now you, now here, now, we are running after the gold. It's going to be mere uh, uh, roads in heaven that you're going to step on. But we are here and we are now, and we focus on the here on the, and on, on the now. And it even says, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. And acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. And I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. It's pretty heavy. It's pretty hard. It's pretty painful. So you see where we are in our flesh and where the Lord wants us to be? But that goes on. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. I should read it a little slower. Let me read it again. Did I do anything? I hope not. The spirit of love. This, but the fruit of the spirit is love. It's the rumblings of heaven. The spirit is love. The, the fruit of the spirit is love. It is joy. It is peace. 
It is forbearance. It's kindness. It's goodness. It's faithfulness. You see, all these things that today are off, that are not important anymore. Today it's all about me, myself, and I. It's about what I want to do. It's about entitlement. It's about my rights. It's about what the world is doing, and if I don't go with, if I don't go with them, I end up being the outside, the outcast. And it's being forced on our young generation. It's forced on our middle-aged generation. And guess what? It's even forced on the older generation. Joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified, what? The flesh. They did. They have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. And since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited or provoking and envying each other. These are very clear, very clear verses. think we are not in a fight. We think we are as peaceful as it can be in beautiful Canada. Good luck with that. We think that everything is good. The government will defend you. Justin Trudeau will defend you. No, he will not. The Lord will defend you. Why does he think you need, you need defense? It's because the devil and his angels and his demons are out to get you, are out to stop you, are out to make you become quiet, are out to shut you up, are out to destroy you, to destroy your family, to destroy your business, to destroy your life and to destroy, ultimately, your faith in God. And until he doesn't get that, until he actually reaches that point, he won't stop fighting against you, as with all, with everything he can. I tell you, the devil is a child eater. He eats children, if he could. He would kill you if you wouldn't have the blood over you. Now that is protection. So we are underneath a, an umbrella of protection from God. Can I hear an amen? You are 
however, in a fight. Let's realize that you are in a fight. Ephesians 6.12 does say, Finally, be strong. Why in the world does the Lord say for you to be strong? Isn't he strong enough to defend you? You just relax under his, you know, have a nice sunny day. Why in the world is he telling you and me to be strong? Well, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Mighty power. Put in the full armor of God. The full, not just a part of the armor. You know, you know, for those who are in the military, like me, used in the army for one year, 10 months and 13 days, it was in the army. I learned all about defense. I learned all about how to be completely armed and ready to shoot if you had to. Thank goodness I never killed anybody. Just making things clear here. In fact, if Brazil, you know, with the equipment we had down there in Brazil, if we would go into a, web, into a, a war, definitely we would lose the war. Because I tell you, those jeeps and those old um, uh, guns, they were really bad. They probably, you clicked once and the three or four shots would not even come out. So anyway, well, that's, uh, that's a part. I always thought, you know, we're going to make it. If there's a war, we will not make it, but not with this machinery here. Definitely not. Anyway, finally be strong in the Lord and on his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. It is not against your husband or your wife. It's not against your friend or your neighbor or your boss. Your fight is not even against the government. Those who charge you all the taxes. I guess sometimes we get into quite a fight against these people. But that type of fights, I tell you, those are peanuts. Fights against those people, first of all, they shouldn't happen. Especially our, you know, and mostly, the, most times the fight are against the ones we love the most. That's not good. We are so disappointed if they disappoint us. But the text says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. But against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world. And against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. There's our fight. And that's why if you want to fight against these devils and these demons, you got to be filled with the Holy Spirit. If you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, you're going to lose this war. You're going to lose this fight. You're going to lose. You're going to be smashed to the ground and stepped on and killed. You think I'm lying. You think I'm, I'm joking. I'm not joking. Can't be. Yes, it is. Well, it's not that bad. Yes, it is that bad. In fact, I would even say it's even worse. The devil wants to destroy you. You have to become or get under the extreme power, the mighty powers of Almighty God for you to overcome inside the kingdom of God and become and come to the end as an overcomer. Anyway, so we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit because. We should stop walking in the desires of the flesh. 
We should be strong or be filled with the Holy Spirit because we need to be filled because of the spiritual warfare against us. We need to be filled because we need teaching and we need a constant reminder of whom we serve and what are we doing and where we are going. See, that's the other thing. You and I, we are walking in the kingdom of God and all of a sudden we lose track. We lose focus. We even lose the, the reason why in the world are we coming to church on Sunday. Well, I'm just coming because I like the choir. Others don't come because they don't like the choir. They come when a different worship team comes up. Others come because, well, I like because there are some friends of mine that are coming. And others don't come because I have a good television program. So sometimes we as Christians, we lose track. We lose where we want to go. We lose track of whom actually hired us in the kingdom. We forget whom we serve. We forget about our goal. We forget about that we need to grow and that we need to move on. We cannot stay steady. It's over. It's no more time for that because the devil is not sleeping. God is not sleeping. But yes, you and I sometimes fall asleep. We fall asleep. Just too peaceful. Life is just so good. All is peaceful. You know, silent night. Brothers and sisters, we need to wake up. We need to understand that we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit so that we can keep track and keep up and keep going and keep moving and keep stepping on the devil if you have to. That's why we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. John chapter 14, verses 26. But the advocate, the lawyer, or the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. That is in John 14, 26. He is the one that reminds us where we are, whom to whom we belong. Number four, another reason why we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit if we plan in being resurrected one day. Are you planning to resurrect from, from death to life? Do you want to live forever? Romans chapter 8 verses 9 and 10 says this, You, however are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. And if, in fact, the Spirit of God dwells in you. And anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of right righteousness. And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he will raise Christ Jesus from the dead, will also give life to your mortal body through his Spirit who dwells in you. 
It's by the Spirit. You're going to be resurrected back to life with a perfect body, not the one you have right now, the stinky one. You're going to get a good one. You're going to get a perfect one. You're going to get one that is going to be walking through walls and do all kinds of things in a high, different level. It's, I don't know how many dimensions your body will have. I believe it's the same type of body that Jesus had after he rose from the dead. What kind of body was that? He was walking through walls. Boom, those thick, big stone walls. All of a sudden, bang, he was inside the room. But at the same time, he could eat some fish. Think about different dimensions that your body will have. Perfect ones. Never ever you're going to be tired. Never ever you're going to have any time of situation or illness. Never ever. You won't have to be sleeping. You don't need to sleep anymore. You will never be tired. Oh, come on. Can I not take my nap once in a while? You won't need to. I have good news for you. You will never ever be tired again. Praise the Lord for that. But if you want to be resurrected from the dead, I tell you, you've got to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes, Jesus Christ, He is the one that gave you life. You trust your, you put your faith on Him. But now, if you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, you lose your faith. The Bible says in 1 Peter that you have to develop your salvation. Now, I am on a belief that once saved, always saved. That's great. Wonderful. But hold on to that. Truly saved. If you believe in the Lord Jesus, truly, you follow him. Yes, you will be saved. And there is no one that can rip you out of God's hands. Praise the Lord for that. But if you came one day, the missionary from your village came and preached in your village, in your colony, in your farm, in your house. You were watching TV and the pastor was preaching, whatever, and you were looking and you said, oh, you want to receive Jesus? Oh, yeah, 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 I receive him. Okay, now just pray with me. Mr. Lord Jesus, I receive you, my heart. Thank you, amen. Okay, okay. You watch, keep on watching your TV. I doubt if you were truly saved. You might not. You made, maybe you did just a religious procedure. God couldn't care less. Because he doesn't like religion in the first place. If it's not true relationship, forget it. He likes relationship. Father-son relationship. He likes talking. He likes to be close with us. So if you want to be resurrected from the dead, we've got to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because Christ will rise us up in the last day. We've got to keep faithful until the last day, not just if you stop on the second last day. I don't know what's going to happen with you. So don't give up. Don't give up. Number five, we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit because we are weak. And because we don't know how to pray, the Lord knows we are weak. The Lord knows that you and I are so incredibly weak. You have no idea what you are able to do if nobody sees you. 
you don't really know yourself what your attitude would be in a case of something that is completely, if somebody decides, okay, I'll cut your son's head off unless you deny Jesus. There's a good possibility. It's okay, okay, I deny him, I deny him. You don't know how you would act. You don't really know who you are and how strong your faith is in the Lord. That's why we are weak. That's why the Holy Spirit came. Say, I have to send the Holy Spirit because otherwise you're not going to make it. You need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You need to have the Holy Spirit. You need to be in contact. You've been connecting with the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, you will not make it through the days, through the ages. You might start well off in five, first year, second year, third year, tenth year, a hundred year. But all of a sudden, oh, I don't know. So hard. My life has been so hard. You need the encouragement of the Holy Spirit. That's why the Holy Spirit came. Romans 8, 26, 27, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for. See, we don't know. Sometimes we are so lost, so in our own world, so incredibly lost. So we do not know how we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind and the spirit because the spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. The spirit that searches the deepest parts of God is the one that is available for you. He let you know about things. He let you know about stuff. He let you know about the kingdom, about what God thinks and what he wants and where he wants you to go and what he wants you to say. The Holy Spirit. You gotta check, you gotta check into the Holy Spirit. Just gotta pray. Lord, fill me with the Holy Spirit. Now we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit because we do need power to witness. See, I'm running through this. I know this is I'm not even 30% through, so it won't happen today. Anyway, we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit because we need power. To witness. This is not just the coming to church thing. This is not just singing a nice song. This is not just me raising up hands here. This is spirit guided prayer. One occasion while he was eating with them. And we are reading from Acts chapter 1 verses 4 and 8. One occasion while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem. See, I'm talking about the disciples. He had already raised from the dead. He was already walking. He was about on, almost on his way back to heaven. He comes back, unites his disciples and brings them close. And hey, I'll let, you tell, let me tell you this. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized you with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Not the water thing, 
This is the Holy Spirit thing. And then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are, are, this is the time that you're going to restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, it is not for you to know the times or the dates the Father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And once he comes on you, he will, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. That includes Markham, the whole York region, the whole GTA, all the way across this country, through Saskatchewan, all the way down to BC. And on this side here, if that's the side I think we're thinking, yes, yeah, that way, all the way to St. John's or something. It's probably the farthest east we can go. And around the world. Is it happening? Are we full enough with the Holy Spirit that this is actually happening? It was happening then. There were times in the church where things got slowed down. There were times in the church where people just probably were afraid. But it went all the way through. 2,000 years ago, the church, Jesus sent out his disciples. And they went out and they start spreading the good news. Even in smaller, smaller groups. But it reached 2019. And we are still here. And yes, there are two billion Christians in the world. It has grown, it has grown, it has grown, and it will continue on to grow until the last one that is supposed to come in will be reached. And then the end will come. Now, sometimes you and I would think, man, I'm waiting for him to come. Oh, yeah, I'm waiting for him to come. Oh, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Because sometimes I look at the, the empty seats. I look at the situation. I look at the, all the things that are, people don't want to change. People don't want to move. I kind of feel, oh, God, why? Help us. But the Holy Spirit is present. And once we get united, all of us starting to pray about, fill us, Lord, with the Holy Spirit. I can't bear it any longer. I can't try to do my church thing on my own flesh. I need the Holy Spirit. I need him to guide me and to help me. And then things start to change. Why? Because now all of a sudden it's not in your flesh. It's not under religion. It's not because we always have done it. It's because the Holy Spirit is moving. That's what we want. That's what the Lord always wanted. That's what he has called us to. That's why he's so desperate that we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit because we need to continue to worship God. And let's make a difference between worshiping God and singing. Worshiping God is from the heart. Good harmony singing is from man. And God gave it to us because we like it. You know, God really doesn't care much about the, the, the sound of our singing. Some people know how to sing, others don't. Do you think the Lord rejects those who have a bad voice? 
but are in their heart praising God and from the heart. Of course God doesn't reject those people. But yes, he put the beauty of the song for us to enjoy. And of course, we like the nice, beautiful songs, don't we? We are divided, and, well, not divided, but we are kind of, we have different styles in our minds when we think about good music. I learned that the other day from, uh, was it uh, Griff Spears? He was talking about, I was, you know, we're at Stainer camp one day doing some kitchen work and painting and stuff. And there, uh, <clears throat> I had put my cell phone with music. It just comes to me. Well, he, was, he was joking. So he just, you know. But anyway, hey, put some real music on there, man. And there he put, uh, you know, what was this? this uh, I forgot the style now. Country. There you go. That's the one. Yeah, he was, you, uh, Pastor Barry was there too. Put some real thing on here. Well, I said, you know what? Country music is not my favorite style. See, styles are various. They can be any type. That's okay. So the music is for us. But the worship is for the Lord. It's different. It comes from the heart. If you know how to sing or if you don't know how to sing, who cares? God looks at the heart. Praise the Lord. So for you to be filled with the Holy Spirit, see the text says here. Let me read it. So we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit because we need to continue to worship the Lord. Ephesians chapter 5, 19 to 21. Speaking to one another with psalms and hymns and song. Wow. From the Spirit. They come out of the Spirit. You might have put them down. Maybe those who wrote the songs back in the day, they were inspired by the Holy Spirit. And they were bringing these songs and they were written it. They recorded those and we sang those songs that they had something special with. And we like to sing them eventually because they sound good in our ears. But some of us maybe be singing these songs not really worshiping. Just singing because this is a song that I know and it's so good. My grandfather already sang this song. They're so awesome. And I like him. Is it bad for you to like a song? No, it's not bad. It's a good thing. still good. But is it worship? That's the question you and I need to ask. Is it worship? The text says, Ephesians 5, 19, 21, speaking to one another with psalms and hymns and songs with, from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart, from your heart, from your heart, from your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to God the Father every, for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. When you sing, is it from the heart? Is it in spirit moved? Is it is spirit triggered? Sponsored? Because then it is worship. And that's why Another reason why you and I need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. So that when you sing with all your heart, you know, and have you noticed that? Some people, uh, where's, where's, uh, where's Sam? Sam, are you here? 
He was, anyway, he was talking to this young little girl here. He looked at a young little girl last, last Sunday, and he, he saw her singing with all her heart. Why did he notice that? He noticed that, man, this is actually from the heart. Some of us standing, oh, Jesus, you, oh, you know, just singing along because you know the song. But if it is from the heart, there is, there is for sure a different attitude to it. And so it is even with the instruments, nothing different. If you worship with the heart, if it's the heart is there, it's because you got inspired with the Holy Spirit to present, and people noticed it. People see, man, look the way he sings. It's inspiring because he's all in. Now, I, I look at some of the choir, people in the quiet. I, I observe some of them. Not necessarily all of them, but I see some, they are all in. And others are all in because... Dory is pushing. But if the Holy Spirit is present, and it's from the heart, and the Lord receives and accepts that worship. You got 48% of the message for today. I'm going to wrap it up here. There's another one we're going to talk about. How can you be filled with the Holy Spirit? I'm going to leave that for next Sunday. But as we think about all these things, start creating, asking the Lord to fill you with the Holy Spirit. You're moving from the kingdom of this earth to the kingdom of God. You're moving from where you are to a higher level in your walk with God. Your thoughts start to change. It is triggered by the Holy Spirit. That's why he's here. Yes, Lord Jesus. You are here. You look to your church. And this is your bride, Lord. We have been washed. We have been purified. We have been cleansed. Our sin has been taken away. And here we are. Here's the Markham Missionary Church and those who are listening in online who belong to a church. And we know, Lord Jesus, you have only one church, not two. You have only one bride. You're coming to get married with your bride. And Lord, sometimes I think you will be probably disappointed because your bride, first of all, is not even waiting for you anymore. Your bride may be still doing the religious duties, but has lost the desire to worship. Still singing. Still even serving in the church. But then also, Lord, there are people 
that really mean it. They really have the desire. They really have the, the hunger for you. They really want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. They're really eagerly waiting and claiming for you to come. Searching for you day and night, praying, Lord, help us, help us. So, Lord Jesus, we pray. Even as I noticed the other day when I had some talks with people, I said, it looks like we are dying. We've got to have more positive prayers. Lord, you know we are dying. We are dying. Unless we are filled and refreshed with the Holy Spirit, we will be dead. And we pray, Lord Jesus, that you would wake us up. That you would renew us and restore us and reignite us and re-strengthen us and re-energize us and refill us with the Holy Spirit. Because we can't do the church thing in our own muscle with our own desire. We need to be guided with the Holy Spirit because we are dealing with a supernatural kingdom. And Lord, I thank you for the families that are here today and for those who are listening in online. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that your Holy Spirit is present and wants to touch every single one. Help us, Lord Jesus, to desire more of the Holy Spirit. And we thank you. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that those who are here even if they have stumbled along the way, they are still here. And they want to do the right thing, Lord. And if there is anyone here that does not want to do the right thing, I pray right now, Lord, that you would straighten out the path of every single one here. And that you would walk, Lord Jesus, with this desire to enter the supernatural, to enter the kingdom, to enter the getting closer to you in worship with all our hearts, not just with beautiful singing. Even if some are here, Lord, this morning, that are thinking, I thought I was doing pretty good. Lord, have everyone examine each other, each one. Help me examine myself, Lord. Where is my heart? And fill us, Lord, with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. And the people of God say, Amen. May the grace and the peace and the joy and the fellowship of God the Father and, the Holy and Jesus Christ the Son and the Holy Spirit be with all of us today and forever. Amen. Hope to see you all downstairs. For those who stay.